shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Benelli. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Phil Benelli. In business and life, sometimes it feels like we're just looking to survive, but that's not what we really want. We want to take things from survive to thrive. And on today's show, we're going to learn how to do just that. I'm joined by Ms. Jill Kirsch of Thrive Unlimited. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, Jill is a good pal of mine. We were uh, we actually met in a great program um, of called Leadership Gwinnett. Yes. Jill was my intro partner, which Locking what a me. wonderful start <laughs> for me. And, and for me. Jill, if you knew Jill, which you're going to get to know her a little bit today, she is definitely one who thrives. And she not only thrives in her life, but she has dedicated her life to helping others thrive through Thrive Unlimited. Jill, please share with us what Thrive Unlimited is. Thank you. First of all, it's such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for having me on your wonderful show. Um, gosh, I am lucky enough to do what I love each and every day. I wake up and I help people thrive. I help them find their unlimited potential and open Mm. that up. It's personally, professionally, the majority of people I work with are high-performing professionals. And as a result, everyone knows they know how to get the job done, just like you, I'm sure, Phil. So everyone asks them to do things, and that leads to stress and overwhelm. And I come in with coaching, and we help them reduce the stress, reduce the overwhelm, increase their joy and mm. fulfillment. And that's the best. I, I, I love, love what it. I do. And it is – I have – used executive coaching for many a year in different forms and it is something that yes people are high performing so they're getting it done and they there has to be a certain amount of self-reliance to to do that and sometimes i would think it'd be hard for people to recognize if i had some outside perspective and accountability i can do so much more do you ever have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen somebody that they're, they're like, no, nah, I don't need I don't need any coaching. And then they just kind of realize that they do. Right. Because sometimes it takes a while to figure it out. Oh, absolutely. You know, sometimes that happens where a firm will hire me to come mm. in to work with a professional. So the individual hasn't made the choice themselves. Uh-huh. So like I'm thinking there's a law firm I'm working with um, seven of their associates right now have for a little over a year. It's such a treat working with them. They're amazing, amazing uh, professionals. Brilliant. They passed the board. They're doing great. And what they noticed, though, the company noticed, is that they didn't know how to build business as much. They're mm. great lawyers. Mm-hmm. And so some of them in the beginning were like, ah, you know, do I need this? Whatever they were being told to. And and then they were like, I oh, hope you're going to be here for years. You know, <laughs> I, it's just, it's wonderful to see the growth. Because what happens is, you know, a company can tell people, go out and sell, go build your business. As a coach, I'm going to come in and find out what's important to you. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your core values? Mm-hmm. Because when you align with your core values, you're automatically going to sell and you're actually going to Amen. enjoy it. Yep. So, for instance, one of these lawyers is very into philanthropy. Oh, my goodness. So easy. As through leadership went out with you and I, I can connect them with different philanthropic endeavors. And then all of a sudden sharing what they do is an automatic sell. Another one's into exercise. Another one's into religion. And when you find those things, you realize that you can individualize how you sell. Mm -hmm. You can individualize everything you do. And then when you connect with your life purpose, Mm. the world is fulfilling. 
It is. And I see that with top, top people. You know, with one of my retreats, there are top people from AT&T and um, uh, MGM and, and different things there. And, you know, they're so successful already but weren't in touch with their life purpose. And the minute they got in touch with their life purpose, like all of a sudden their careers just grew exponentially. You know, mm. moving into VP roles, all types of things. And the people below them enjoying working mm-hmm. with them more. And that's, you know, it's always fun too. So I love the the concept of that being in touch with their life purpose. Oh. I feel like I know what my purpose is and I love living congruent with that. Mm. Um, and it's just so helpful. You feel invigorated and you feel like you're in your sweet spot. And that doesn't mean there's not challenges. There's big challenges. But you want to take them on because they're in line with your purpose. When you begin working with somebody, and if somebody, by the way, if you think, wow, I don't feel like I'm in touch with my purpose. Maybe I'm successful at work running my business, but I, I just don't feel like I'm living out me. Hey, contact Jill, Thrive Unlimited. She's going to help you out. But if you were to say, if someone is in the audience listening, Mm -hmm. what are some of the questions you'd ask them to help them, you know, kind of dig through what is my purpose? You know, it's actually a wonderful exercise. A life purpose exercise is takes us about an hour to an hour and a half to get through it. So we can break it into two sessions or keep it at one, depending upon your timing. And actually, you know what? For your listeners, I'm going to offer one of them complimentary if oh. anyone reaches out. so my How pleasure. should they reach out? So um, you can email me at jill at thrive-unlimited.com. So don't forget that dash, that hyphen, jill at thrive Unlimited. Com. Um, it's a wonderful exercise. What I do is I put people through a series anywhere from five to seven, like almost like mini meditations. They're very short. They're visionings. And as we do that, you start seeing commonalities come up. And then we put those together. I read the notes back to them. And as they start to put it together, you really see it. And, mm. you know, you'll come up with a metaphor. You start to see when you're living your purpose, your greatest self, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the funny thing is the personal and the professional tend to merge on this. Mm-hmm. And you're right. When you're feeling good, you actually seek opportunities. When you're feeling bad, they're problems and they feel a little overwhelming. Right. And when you feel that as a leader, your team below you definitely feels it. Mm-hmm. When you feel it's an opportunity you're, and, and you're grateful for your team, your team actually rises up mm-hmm. because when mm-hmm. you're showing gratitude, they mm-hmm. want to work harder for you. They want to get out of their comfort zone. Um, people, when a leader doesn't show gratitude, people will do what has to be done and usually not more. But boy, when you hit gratitude, and I can't help but think of that as we come out of the Thanksgiving season, and I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving, but how do we carry those wonderful feelings of gratitude throughout the year? Because it really pays off for companies and professionals, and there's a lot of studies showing this, actually. I love that. Gratitude is so key, and I I often think folks want to follow when you have enthusiasm, but enthusiasm Mm -hmm. is a byproduct of gratitude. Yes, Gratitude is the key to almost everything. What am I thankful for? And there's so much to be thankful for. Isn't it amazing how tough it is? And we have our blinders on. It's easy to see the problems and challenges and not all the things we're grateful for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when you as a, a leader at the bank, if you are seeing the progress instead of 
Like, for instance, example, you could have, you know, possibly, and I'm sure you surpass all your goals, so this isn't a good example for you. But if you missed it by the smallest amount, if you were pointing out the the slight difference, that mm-hmm. gap, to your team, instead of pointing out their progress, as soon as you start pointing out, pro- people love making progress. Mm-hmm. Actually, more than reaching goals. They right. actually like to make progress. So if you're pointing out to people how much progress they're making, they're going to work harder and harder for you. Um with gratitude, there's less sick days. There's mm. less turnover. Companies, it costs a lot of money when, when people are turning over. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of studies. I'm not just making this up. There's all kinds of studies out there to back this oh, up. Oh, yeah. That, you know, it really pays off when a, a business incorporates gratitude into the mindset of the leaders. Mm. And there's different languages. So you know how there's love languages? We mm-hmm. all talk about There's different languages of gratitude. So like, for instance, I'm sure you as a professional know your team. There might be someone who's incredibly family-oriented. So for them, you know, if they're going to surpass a goal, maybe, you know, possibly you give them a half day off and you give them tickets to a zoo or a movie or something with their kids. Mm. There's other people that love to learn. So maybe their incentive would be going to some sort of special learning seminar. Maybe they really want to learn from you. So maybe they get to have a lunch with you you know, just one-on-one. There's all different types of gratitude languages. And so learning to know the core values of the people below you, the gratitude Mm. languages pays off for you. And a lot of times companies have me come in to do that so that Mm. managers, senior managers, VPs know the core values of the people below them. I love that. How can you expect your team to dig into gratitude without knowing their gratitude language. We're going to we're going to pick back up with that after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. On teams, one plus one so often equals three. Mm. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Jill Kirsch of Thrive Unlimited. Jill, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Um, Right before the break, we were discussing a bit, you know, what you do as Mm -hmm. a coach. And I want to dive more into that. But I love that you work with individuals Mm -hmm. and with teams. Tell us how it works when you're working with a with a team dynamic. Thank you. Great question. It's um, I work towards everyone's needs. So a lot of times, you know, it is an individual that will hire me one on one coaching. Um, oftentimes, though, a company will come and they'll say, you know, our individuals are all really strong, but they're not working effectively mm-hmm. as a team together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been lucky enough to work with wonderful firms. There's a few accounting firms and wealth management firms that are coming to mind right away that where we go in and we'll do, say, especially this time of year, vision boarding workshops. So mm-hmm. whether that's the end of this year or it's the beginning of next year, it helps a, helps you finish the year strong. It helps you start the year strong to have a vision. And what happens is when you do vision boarding as a team, everyone sits around the table and sees what each other wants because they have you declare it. So there's something about declaring it mm-hmm. too. People that do it at home, I give you credit. That's great. Much stronger when you declare it, right. even if you declare it to your family. But when you declare it to the team, the whole team knows what your personal and professional 
vision is for the year. What are your goals for the year? And they actually start supporting each other. Like I, I hear, you know, I'll, you know, I'll check in a lot of times a month later and I'll find like, yeah, this one knew I was working on blah, blah, blah. And they went ahead and helped me work in that direction. So that's a really nice way to encourage things. A lot of times we'll do th- exercises, UR exercises, which you and I did with Leadership Gwinnett mm-hmm. actually um, on Building Community Leaders Day. But when you have people around a table that oftentimes sometimes are introverts, are quiet, start sharing with each other, you know, Phil, like for instance, you are energetic, you are inspiring. And they just start filling this out mm-hmm. and we write it on cards because a lot of times people hear two or three compliments and they can't take it in after mm-hmm. that. So you write it on cards or even do a video of it and that helps keep people motivated, but it also creates some connection. Mm. that wasn't there before. It's really good when you're building executive presence. That's something else that I do in teams is building executive presence um, where we have, before I arrive, questionnaires are sent out. And so I know how others see that person. I know how they want to be seen. And then we work on building and, and, you know, compiling both of those together. I like to work with whatever the team needs in all honesty, um, sometimes teams need, as we mentioned before, some gratitude. And, right. and we talk about that in ways to incorporate gratitude with the team, um, among the team and with the leader. Uh, there are, we've done core values with teams. It's mm. really neat when they learn. So I don't know if you've ever had the experience. I, I have over time where like, I'm trying to be so nice to people and all of a sudden I say something and, and it just hit a chord for them and I can't figure out why. And once I was a coach, I figured out why. Mm. And, and that is oftentimes if you step on someone's core value, they instantly have a reaction. Mm. And because it wasn't our core value, we didn't think we did anything wrong. Mm. So it's Mm. really nice when someone's trying to move up. So there's an accounting firm that had me do this with their top managers because they were trying to move some of those managers up into partner level. And actually, five of them have moved up. So it's very exciting over about six years. It's been thriving. Thank you. Yes, thriving. I love helping people reach and surpass their goals. And their goal at that time, they had one female partner and they wanted many more. And and they've moved up. The, The women have done phenomenally. But one of the things that helped them accomplish this was knowing the core values of the people below them. Because when you're in tune to that, you automatically lead those people better. Uh, so. One thing I'd, lo- I'd love so much of what you said, but the vision, you know, I love that I think it's in Psalms and the Bible, without vision, the people perish. And mm-hmm. you, you've got to have a vision and we take it for granted, really in all relationships. I mean, so much of a source of strife is unmet expectations because we don't know the other person's vision and when you declare it that is so key when you declare it you're you're making it real and mm-hmm. you get accountability even if nobody holds you accountable you know they know you wanted to do it and you don't want to let them down but b they can take they can help you mm. so i've gotten so much blessing and good thing in my life because I just like to talk about what I'm doing. I'm excited about it. So I'm talking about this thing I'm working on. And people all over the place, they become resources. And they help. And they're like, well, maybe you should talk to this guy or look into this. And they help you because you've declared your vision. They, they can't help you if they don't know. You're spot on. Spot mm. on. And you have so many great things that we all want to help you with. You know, it's incredible. You're, you're farming and you're banking and everything. And you're such a family man. And as people know that vision, you are spot on. 
it when people don't know they they can't help you. You know what uh, the the something in relation to the coaching and people helping you a thing we mentioned at the beginning that's a, a difficulty for people is accepting help sometimes. Yes. I think there's some pride in there or they again they're just used to being quote unquote self-reliant. So it's mm-hmm. hard to accept help. And mm-hmm. with either with a coach in your life or just with other people who are helping you achieve your vision if you don't give them the chance to help you, you're hurting them as well as you. You love, you're oh, made to coach people. Thank you. And when people bless me by introducing me, to, they are blessed. Mm-hmm. So let's let people, let's all just pour into each other. Mm. And, and you know, I love when I get to help somebody. People like, apparently when they help me or they wouldn't do it. So don't take that opportunity from them. It's really being, it's it's weird to think of, but it's being selfish if you don't accept help. Oh, I love how you put that. Mm. It absolutely is. Well said. Um, so the, the coaching is twofold. Mm -hmm. You were sharing, it's about declaring your personal and personal professional vision. Mm hmm. And then something else. Oh, missed. actually, when I, yes, when I'm doing my job well, which I work and strive to do every single day, every moment, is I, I'm working on two things. I'm asking many questions right. with the goal of self-enlightenment, light bulbs going off for that client. And once we have the self-enlightenment, then we can create forward action. So I ask a multitude of questions with the goal of you, the client, gaining great insights. And you know, you bring up a good point, Phil, because we all tend to be givers as part of how we're successful. We're moving up, giving, giving, giving. A lot of times we don't take that time for ourselves. And people think, you know, that self-care is is selfish and it's it's actually selfless because the Mm -hmm. more we can build, the more we have to give. The Mm. more we allow people to pour into us, Mm -hmm. then we're overflowing with the water Mm. so that we can give to others. So um, once we have that self-enlightenment, that will come through exercises like life purpose, like we, we already touched on core values um future self all the the key questions that we do after we design the alliance and get into coaching and then we start creating forward action you're right now we have accountability now we have the vision now we have the goals how are we going to create them in Mm -hmm. a way that's congruent with who you are and actually it becomes so easy from a coaching side for me once Mm -hmm. i have that information to start helping you do it in a way that works for you and feels Mm -hmm. good is a key that it's not just checking something off on the list right. it actually you feel more fulfilled you feel happier and that's what gratitude does as well gratitude right. births joy and happiness and then as a result another reason people want to work harder is because they want to be around you when you're in that you're giving off that energy right i mean you naturally give off that positive energy i know it from leadership Gwinnett. so many of our great classmates do that and people are drawn to that Mm -hmm. And, you know, gratitude, coaching, these different exercises help you stay at that higher elevation of energy, which is going to give you more and more reason to be grateful, by the way, Mm. because the Mm. more people are drawn to that law of attraction. But it's it's listening to you, Jill. Folks, if you're listening, you could tell that Jill is a great coach because it is all about the questions. And she's not a quote unquote guru. Which you do not need. Oh, no. uh, she wants to help you uncover that. She's facilitating some self-discovery. She's not here to tell you, all, you know, she's not a genius in a box. She's a genius. She's a genius <laughs> at helping you uncover. And that's what you need from a coach. You don't need a quote-unquote guru. You need a coach, and they're going to help you because everyone 
is unique and individual, like you said. And there's so much joy of helping to think of who is this individual that I am, that God made me to be, mm. so that I can live that out. All right, we're gonna we're gonna dive back into that after this break on North Georgia Business Radio X. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help. Oh, I'm sorry. That's enough of uh, you hearing me, your host today, Phil Benelli, North Georgia Business Radio X, trying to just really do a terrible job of singing the Beatles. <laughs> Quick funny story, Jill, on the Beatles. I was listening to some mm-hmm. music with my older kiddos. Yes. And we were listening to a song by the band. Mm-hmm. And they asked me... Uh, they assumed because the band's name is the band that they were the best band. Ooh. And they asked me, was that because of the best band ever? And I was like, well, no. Some people mm-hmm. might think so. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got into the Beatles. Who, it's pretty <laughs> tough not to think of them as the best band ever. I don't know. I love it. Well, believe me, the listeners are far happier that you were singing instead of me. Oh. <laughs> as you know, from Leadership Gwinnett. Listeners, just so you know, uh, Bill, uh, our premier world-class audio engineer, just gave me eh, You know, I'm not sure. He's not all the way sure on the Beatles. It's for a pretty bit, but they're up there. They're in the upper <laughs> echelon. And today we've got the ill show. We've got Bill, Jill, and Phil. Yes. And what a wonderful thing it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that because... Um, we all need help. And we kicked off the show discussing this, but a lot of times I have found, and I found this in my life, initially it's hard for somebody, especially somebody performing at a higher level, to at, uh, to seek out help or embrace getting coaching mm-hmm. because you know their pride can get in the way. And what you do, it's not, we mentioned it's not, you're not a guru or a mm. consultant. You're a yes. coach. You're also not a therapist. Exactly. You're there to take somebody from a high level to a highest level. Break down those differences for us, Jill. Absolutely. My pleasure. Actually, when I was going through training um, for more of an advanced level of coaching about 12, 13 years ago, my teacher gave me a story. So I am going to share my teacher's story and not take any credit for it. Okay. But it really helps differentiate between the three because it is a, a hard to know. So for instance, Phil, if you had bought a new bike and you wanted to now know how to ride it, how to take care of it, what to do with the bike, everything. You could hire a therapist, you could hire a consultant, and you could hire a coach, and you're going to have three entirely different experiences. So if you hire the therapist, if they're going by true traditional therapy, they may say, hey, Phil, come on up here, come to my office, sit down, lie down, whatever you're more comfortable with. Let's talk about your bike. When you were young, did it, did it, what color was your bike? What did that mean to you? Did it have a horn? Did it have um, a basket? What, you know, what were your experiences? Did you ever fall down? And you might spend a lot of time talking about the past with a bike before you ever get on the bike. Mm. Now, for someone who's stuck or had a really traumatic experience with a bike, they need that type of thing mm-hmm. to work into the future. Mm-hmm. So that would be more therapy-driven. You might hire a consultant and say, hey, I got this new bike. I'm so excited. And the consultant might say, you know, hey, Phil, I don't even need to come out and see it. Just tell me to make the model number. And they may write up a whole manual. Here's how you clean it. Here's how you put your foot on the pedal, blah, blah, blah. This is what you do. And they, what you were referring to as a guru, a consultant is very good. They have a lot of knowledge at just saying, here, do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. 
as a coach, you're going to have a totally different experience. Mm -hmm. You hire me as a coach, and I'm going to say, Phil, that's so exciting. Congratulations on that. God, that bike's gorgeous. You know, tell me, when you learn to ride this bike, and I and we are going to go through this together. You, you are not alone in this process. When you learn to ride this bike, what's it going to give you? And you might tell me, oh, my God, adventure, self-esteem, you know, this incredible journey with my wife, this, you know, you might tell me all kinds of things, family time. And whatever it is, when we help connect you to what really matters, why you really want to ride the bike, all of a sudden it becomes a different experience, by the mm -hmm. way. And then I'll say, hey, Phil, okay, I'm going to go grab my bike. I'll be back in two minutes here. We're going to go side by side. By the way, you know, you're going to put your foot on this and you're going to do this. And we start going down the process of coaching and and it, coaching, by the way, is much shorter than therapy. Mm. And coaching, and then I'm going to say, hey, you're really riding this beautifully. Any other goal, any other thing you need to reach? And if you're feeling good, you're going to ride off into the sunset and enjoy your dreams, mm. and your coach just disappears. You know, mm. it's, a, um, it's a shorter process. It's geared towards unlocking what's already inside of you. Mm -hmm. You're not alone through the process. You brought up such a good point. You know, people are... Um, they're already performing at such a high level. So it's like, you know, how do you get help to go to, a, to another level? And what I, I always try to tell people is no matter where we are at any point in life, I'm a lifelong learner. I hit 60 this year and I want to learn right. for the rest of my life. You know, I may have been one of the older ones in leadership, Gwinnett, but I loved the learning process. And I think one of the things that helps us keep doing that, keeps that mindset, is this openness to learning, openness mm -hmm. to growth. And what coaching does is it helps you grow, and in that growth, it helps you close the gap, personally and professionally, by the way, between where you are right now and where you want to be. So you mentioned that vision. You have that vision. Maybe the team has a vision. Maybe you have individual visions. And when you have that vision, there's a gap, usually, and mm -hmm. I help you close that gap. And when we close mm -hmm. that gap, it's glorious. Mm -hmm. It's the best. I love that. I, I'm thinking of, you know, if something's broken, mm -hmm. therapy's needed. Oh, yeah, to absolutely. Get it fixed. And wonderful for it. Yes. If something is already operating well, but you want to add a new tangible, very specific tangible skill, maybe consulting mm -hmm. makes sense. And hey, we're yeah. getting a new uh, computer system. Yeah. I need a consultant to tell me the steps. But if you're just, you're already operating well and you want to maximize and make sure everything's congruent, that's where a coaching yes. is needed. Yeah. And they might all be needed for oh. different facets and things. Such a good point. And, at, and by the way, I do work along with therapists. So a lot of times someone will have a come in with a lot of anxiety. And that's normal, especially during the pandemic, you know, that people are feeling that. And so, you know, with warmth and with compassion and empathy, I take them where they are. I'll offer all types of anxiety reducing tools and techniques. Mm. And usually that alone will do it. But you know, for the person that needs a little medicine, in addition to that, and I've come across that a few times, at that point, I'll say, you know what, I, I think it might be a good idea to just talk to a, a therapist and see, a psychiatrist. And sometimes they'll say, you know what, we're going to give you this little bit of this. And then the person still comes back to coaching because, again, coaching's forward-driven. Mm -hmm. So that's another traditional therapy. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little more looking at your past, helping you get out of something that's stuck. Um, coaching is forward-driven. So as a result, they may give you just enough medicine to get over a little hump. And then through coaching, we can move you forward. There's a client coming to mind. Um, it's a few years ago. And she had gone back to school and gotten her master's. God love her. She was amazing and so motivated and couldn't wait to get that next job. And when I knew the anxiety was at a level that she needed more help is when the companies were responding, asking for more questions, asking for her resume. 
and she couldn't respond because of the anxiety. Mm. So I'm like, okay, we're holding up your goal. She got the smallest amount. And then with that and coaching, she landed a phenomenal job and I'm so proud of her. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's got to be so satisfying. Well, we, we talked about people want to see progress. Yes. So it's not just the reaching of a goal. So it's not just when your client achieves this goal that you're excited, although you are, Ugh. but getting to see that mm. progress, how great is that? It's the best. You know, Tony Robbins talks about this distinction. You know, he works with, you know, multi, multi millionaires and billionaires. And he says, you know, the higher up you get, they are excited for a moment when they reach a goal. But it's not reaching the goal. It's progress. So as a leader, it's really important that we make sure our teams know that Mm. we see their progress. Mm. Um, As a parent, it's important that we show our children, and in my case, my three granddaughters, that, you know, we see their progress. We see them. We hear them. That's part of coaching, too. Um, The distinction I want to be a little more specific, too, between therapy and coaching in that as a coach, I work with people that are healthy, resourceful, whole. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. want more out of life. They want more out of their career. Um, and I'm a vehicle that helps them get there. By the way, they have all the answers usually inside themselves. They just don't take the time to ask themselves the questions I'm going to ask them. Oh, I love and that. And I have the tools in my tool chest to help move them along. I love that. Yeah, if you are out there and you are a uh, business leader, and um, I would really recommend that you look into getting a high-quality coach such as Jill Kirsch of Thrive Unlimited because the, the you, it really is so helpful to have somebody, by the way, somebody who, it's great if you have a very solid manager and leader you work under because they can help you with a lot of that, but it's great mm-hmm. to have someone who you do not work for and mm-hmm. certainly who does not work for you who can come in. And Jill works with, she's worked with, hundreds if not thousands of high performing individuals so she's seen it all i I know like at the bank it's so helpful for me to help my clients because i've worked with so many other great companies so i could bring that i want to talk after this break about um a little bit more about one what i think is one of the most fun ways that you interact with your customers we're going to do that uh, after this break on north georgia business radio can we make this more fun? Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli, here with Jill Kirsch. And having Jill on the show makes it more fun. Ah, thank you. She thrives. Jill, thanks thanks for coming. And that is a question. How can we make this more fun that, um, that we were talking about? That's such a wonderful thing to think about in your everyday uh, to help you thrive. Oh, so important. As we were talking about during the break, it's, you know, my coach said this to me maybe 15 years ago, and it just stuck with me. And when I find myself in, especially find myself in situations that do not feel like fun, that's when you need to ask yourself the question, Mm -hmm. how can I make this more fun? And it promotes conversation that Mm -hmm. is great. And I've seen it with clients when they're ready to pull their hair out and you're like, how can I make this more more fun? And even though fun is the last word you're thinking of, all of a sudden you start getting creative. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I do want to make this fun. Ultimately, remind yourself, you want life to be fun. right? And so whether it's, you know, personal, professional, it's a great question. And I thank her for giving it to me years ago. I love it. And it's, for me, making things fun is twofold, if not more. But uh, there certainly are ways to change the method 
mm-hmm. that make things more fun. Yes. You can do things better. You can do things differently. But also, a primary component is just your attitude. Sometimes you don't you don't change your situation at all. Sometimes, if I mean, if you have to dig a hole with a shovel, it'd be more fun if you had a mini X, a mini excavator. <laughs> but you might not have one. You might have to dig it with a shovel, and you can sing a song. I, that's what I was thinking. Music. Yep. You can make a competition. You could uh, time yourself with a stopwatch and see if you could dig faster. I mean, you could do things. Oh. Mm-hmm. The, the the exterior is one part, but the interior equally is important. So, you know, that, that's such a good point. Because a lot of times, you know, you know, I'm working with people, as I mentioned before the break, healthy, resourceful, whole. Oftentimes they're going through a challenging time, though. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, you know, um, wealth managers, accountants are referring clients when they're going through divorce or going through mm-hmm. widowhood, change of career, retiring. So in that moment, they may not feel like they're having fun. They may feel that. Uh, I love helping people through transitions, mm. all these transitions. Mm. And part of that, making it through the transition, is starting to get a vision of how you want things to be. And one of those aspects, you're right, is fun. And when you start to think about it like that, then you're drawn towards it. So retirement's coming to mind. Oftentimes when clients come, they're so excited to be retiring away from everyday work, away from this, away from that. And all. Well, what are you looking forward to? And a lot of times there's not an answer at first. Mm-hmm. And as we mm-hmm. do the exercises and they gain clarity, then it's like I've had people that thought they're going to retire in a year, give like a month's notice or two months, you know, and say I, they're all of a sudden they're so excited to mm-hmm. be moving towards that. And you're right. They, there's so many ways to make it fun. And God knows if you mm-hmm. were singing, it would be great because we know from leadership, Gwinnett, you have many talents mm-hmm. <laughs> musically. Stop it, Jill. It's the truth. Stop it. Well, well, you mentioned something that really struck a chord. I, I've always thought it's better to be going from something good to something better mm-hmm. than to go from something bad to something good. Because when something's bad, you're not in as much of a position to make the right decision. Sometimes mm-hmm. if something's bad, yeah. you, you got to go. But before you change something, make the best of what you have. Unless you're in an abusive relationship. Then oh, get the heck yeah, out of there. Yeah, yeah. But we're not talking no, about no, that. Healthy things, yeah. If you were unhappy at work, what can you do to change your demeanor, to change your management, to make it better? And do that before you move. Because otherwise, we kind of can get in a pattern of we're just constantly changing our exterior circumstances. Well, we got to work on us. You know, this is is such a key part. And I I could easily talk an hour on this and I'll bring it down to just a moment or two. But a few just tricks and I could elaborate much Mm. more on them is get up and move physically move. Mm, mm -hmm. So get up and do some jumping jacks. Like I know you have sometimes not much time in between Zoom calls or whatever. Do, you know, a minute or two of jumping jacks. Get into your power pose. If you Mm. are familiar with power poses, if there's a pose that makes you feel strong, do it. Sit down, jump up, do it again, sit down. Um, You know, put a smile on your face. It's a little curve that straightens everything out. Ah. There you go. As soon as you smile, by the way, other people start feeling it, even if you're on the phone. So they can't even see you. So, you know, that makes you feel better. It makes other people feel better. So move, because when we are depressed, we're down, we're sad, um, it's like your shoulders come together. I feel myself crunching up just thinking about it. And that's not a place, you're right, Phil, where we can come up with solutions. Um, Another thing you can do is... Gain some awareness. Wait, what's the language I'm using on this? Mm. You know, is this a terrible problem Um, or is this a great opportunity? Mm. You know, is life happening to you or is life happening for you? See, I believe no matter what, 
life is happening for me. Mm. So the hardest times, the most prickly times in life have been my greatest lessons in life. So I think you're right. If you're sitting in that job, maybe it's happening for your growth, you know, so that you then have the confidence to take on the world in even a bigger role. And like you said, you've made that role better before Mm -hmm. you choose to move, if you choose to move after that. Um, So think about your language. Think about the meaning behind your words. Um, This could be a much longer thing, but think about your identity. So I'll give you a quick little trick. Um, We all want to enlarge our identity. That's one of the ways we do grow. So maybe that person that thinks, eh, you know, this job isn't so good, there's an I am statement they can add. Anything you say after I am regularly, your identity grows. So it could be, um, uh, you know, for some people, I am vulnerable. Sometimes they're so closed off that it's hard to lead. When they become a little more vulnerable, they increase connection, and then it becomes easier for the team to get on board. But there are a million I am statements. As soon as, but you have to say those every day, and you can sing them in the shower if you want. You mm-hmm. can say them on your way to work. You can do them whatever. Um, that's those are little little tips. And the other thing is to have a vision of your future because, as I mentioned before, you'll be drawn towards that vision. Mm-hmm. So um, those are all things that help when you're in that situation that you mentioned. I love that. You you cannot change without a vision of your future. Yes. For example, if I were to say. I want to stop spending as much money. That's not Mm going to work. Mm -hmm. You have to say, I want to save up $100,000 to put down on a house. Yes. Then you'll sit, you'll, because you got to play to win, not to not lose. That's so key. So you bring up a very good point. As soon as you focus on what you have, what you want, instead of what's missing, what's wrong, Mm -hmm. this comes back to what is the language you're using. Where is your focus? So what's the focus? What's the language? What's the meaning? You're spot on because you're so excited for the and if you can even envision gosh that house has saying you know in your case a farm on it mm-hmm. and it's got you know cows and it's got chickens and it's got different things that excite you for someone else it might be it has a lake on it and that's mm-hmm. going to be soothing mm-hmm. you're right as soon as Many clients that I work with, that's a problem. If they keep saying, like, sometimes I'll work with people as they start to date after divorce, for instance, and they'll keep saying, oh, I keep meeting the wrong guy. I keep meeting liars. I keep meeting cheaters. I don't want that. Well, the more they focus on what they don't want, that's mm-hmm. what they keep getting over and over again. Your, your focus is actually on that. If you focus on, I want someone who's honest. I want someone who's loyal. I want someone who's faithful. I want, you know, it's, then you start to get that. Your brain focuses in like a bullseye. Mm-hmm. Er, Tony Robbins during one of his classes told a, a, a quick story. I hope I have time for this. Yeah. Um, we're okay. All right. So he was he decided he wanted to learn to do uh, race car driving. So he flies in on his helicopter. You know, he's a pilot, whatever. He comes in and here he is. I mean, motivational speaker galore. He's amazing. I, I love learning from him. And so he's in the race car and he's got the real race car driver right next to him training him. And he says he looks over at this wall and he's like oh my god it's my death it's my death it's my death I'm, I'm gonna go into this i'm gonna crash I'm gonna, and he just, you know everything's flashing before his eyes but he couldn't take his eyes off the wall so he keeps saying so he finally turns to the guy next to him and says i need help and all the guy did was turn tony robbins head and as soon as he got him to look away mm-hmm. from the wall and look back on the road he instantly turned the wheel so look at what you're focused on you mm. know what you did the you know, negative the positive the- i love it we get to pick yeah, it's, it's a choice. It's all going to have problems. There is no, you know, easy path. But easy doesn't take anywhere good. Um, the, I, I'm a firm believer you, you cannot grow without challenges. But challenges do not guarantee your growth. Oh, good point. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so you got to learn how to embrace them and, um, yeah, keep keep working for it, have that vision, move toward it. Mm-hmm. Jill, if we were to do a freestyle rap about three things today, what would that be? <laughs> what would those three things be, Jill? Oh, my goodness. Everything your radio show brings. <laughs> uh, radio show. Thriving. Uh, thriving. Absolutely. Thriving growth is probably incorporated with that. Fun. Fun. Here we go. All right. Yo, check it, Jill. I'm so happy to be alive here with my good pal who helps other people thrive. If you need it, performing at a real top level, but you want to take it up now, put your head on a swivel. Go to Thrive Consulting, the Thrive Unlimited. Speak to Jill Kershaw. Help you do things you never did. Unlimited potential that she will help you reach. She is not a guru and she is not going to preach. Ask good questions. Help you uncover that purpose. Um, we, we've got five seconds left. But thank you, Jill, for being here <laughs> on the show. You. Thrive Unlimited. Check out Jill Kirsch. Such a treat. Thank you. Been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Phil Vanelli. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. See you next time and remember to support our local businesses.